this is Paul Mackey with One Idiot's Thoughts on Gravity Falls. Our trivia team had an off week last week, but we were back to form this week. Last night, we were in third place once more. Meanwhile, Christmas is coming to Duluth, Minnesota this week. The big commercial TV station-sponsored Christmas City of the North Parade is Friday. Iris will be marching with her school's float. And the big four-charity Bentleyville Christmas lights display starts Saturday, nightly through the season. So I'm pondering Dog Days of Advent, some kind of short fiction offerings interspersed with the two episodes a week of regular content I seem to be keeping up with. I'm still at a maybe for participation. Okay, let's get down to Gravity Falls, Season 1, Episode 8, Irrational Treasure, originally aired Friday, August 17th, 2012. A brief summary. During the town of Gravity Falls Pioneer Day celebration of the founding of the town, Dipper and Mabel are inspired to look at the secret book to discover more details about Mabel's rival, Pacifica Northwest's great-great-grandfather. Could it be her family's history and prestige all stem from a lie? Dipper and Mabel must fight a national conspiracy to uncover the truth about America's silliest president and learn that... Being silly like Mabel can have its advantages. All right, very cartoonish. The entire episode is, of course, plotted around the advantages of being silly, so there's plenty to choose from. I'll go with Trembly being preserved in peanut brittle as being the most cartoonish. Favorite line? What are we going to do next? Steal Thomas Jefferson's rib cage? Ew, no. All right, and who is... Who is Carrie Walgren? As I've said before, when it comes to voice actors, they often work a lot, and this is certainly true of Carrie Walgren. She was born and raised in Hoisington, Kansas, a small town with a population under 3,000 people, and she lists the classic Disney princesses as inspiration to her while growing up, provoking interest in the voice acting field. Her IMDb profile lists over 600 credits, and it seems a good place to start to say she appears on screen rarely. I've not seen the episodes in question, but unless they have some manner of animated character interacting in live action, she performs in person on two episodes of The Wizards of Waverly Place and two episodes of Supergirl? Perhaps. Uh, She has done one low-budget indie film role in a movie called Neverland from 2006. She has done a fair amount of voice work in video games, with her first video game credit being performing as Willow Rosenberg in 2003's Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Chaos Bleeds. She's worked fairly steadily on anime dubs from 2002 to the present, but the main bulk of her credit is for voice work for original animation, mostly on television. Credits like Super Robot Monkey Team Hyperforce Go, Fish Hooks, Phineas and Ferb, Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz, Ben 10, Kung Fu Panda Legends of Awesomeness, Rick and Morty, Bernicula, The Fairly Odd Parents, Gravity Falls, Voltron Legendary Defender, The Owl House, and the Nickelodeon version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are just a few of her credits. All right, so what worked in this episode? There was a really great mix of silliness and lore. I liked the aforementioned cartoonish attitude toward the whole affair, but also that there was town mythology deepening significantly. There is a conspiracy regarding the town founder, at the very least, if not more. The police are involved in a cover-up, and someone is calling the shots from an unknown location nearby. What didn't work? 
Well, I know that the point is that silliness has its virtues, but I think the chaos of the silliness of the episode distracted a little bit from the underlying conspiracy, which hopefully can be treated in a cartoon spookier manner for later episodes. Things to ponder. Is President Trembley calling Dipper Roderick because it's his real name or just being silly? But more importantly, who is the man in the booth calling the shots with the local police? Speaking of the local police and the man in the booth, will there be a big reset button event at the end of the episode that we won't see? Or are Dipper and Mabel now known troublemakers to the entire conspiracy? Next time is Season 1, Episode 9, The Time Traveler's Pig, which I'm hoping will legitimately feature actual time travel. Uh, alongside an actual pig, I suppose. Happy hunting! You've been listening to the One Idiot's Thoughts On podcast produced by Paul Mackey in association with Nimlas Studios. Any short clips of audio from shows is included under fair use for commentary purposes and copyright for that content remains with its original copyright holders. The theme song is Too Good by Jack Mangan and is used by his generous permission. One Idiot's Thoughts is produced under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 International License. You can find more episodes of this podcast and many other fine podcasts at nimlast.org. You can contact me by emailing idgitcastpodcast at gmail.com or commenting on episodes at nimlast.org. So, Trembly rides off like reverse cow... Uh, Let's just go with Dudley Do-Right style. How's that?